throughout my journey, I started to adapt these three pillars, educate, empower, explore, Mm. because I realized that we're so ignorant on so many other countries' cultures. We just go for the beaches, for the landscape, for the food. You know what I'm saying? But we're really not truly tapped in Mm. to their culture. You're listening to Just Keep Living, the glass house conversation where there are no stones thrown. This podcast is a judgment-free zone for free thinkers who value personal growth and mental health. We're all about inspiring and empowering others. All while creating safe spaces to have difficult conversations. Join us every week as we have fun, get vulnerable, and go deep. Answer each other's questions on a range of topics from sex to religion and everything in between. And we do mean everything. We're just trying to figure it out. Like Granny always said, just keep living. Welcome to the show. We should have been playing that yesterday. I know. I know, we right? That was, <laughs> it is a vibe. That's, what it That's is. a whole ass vibe. It, it is, right? Like, oh, like, <laughs> like, thank you. Hey. <laughs> oh, your shimmy is. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. Well, we're going to call this a new season. Yeah, yeah, season. new season. Welcome season. back to, look at us, y'all. We done know. upgraded. We upgraded. Look, we got seasons. Got, look at that, look at that, look at that. Picture. Everything. Right? That looked great. We yes. grew up. Mm. Yeah, I know, right? The picture was dope. Yeah. Like living single. Yes. <laughs> we are living. Hey, single. <laughs> 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 Well, oh, Lord, no. um, we're going to do right this episode and start with an introduction. Yes. <laughs> Not what we ate for Thanksgiving. Um, mm. This is Jenna. This is Master P. This is Shauna. This is Joe. And we have a guest today. Yes. <laughs> so let me uh, introduce y'all to the wonderful Miss Nubia Young, quintessential global connector and the CEO and founder of Black Interloom, okay. a, community, a community for melanated travelers to gain resources and recommendations in Mexico, specifically Tulum. The single mother of two is an international events coordinator, expat coach, and podcaster. She has lived on four continents and explored 43 countries, facilitating intercultural connections and documenting her love for food and adventure. She's been featured in LA Magazine, Vice, Travel and Leisure, Nomadic Bat, and many other digital media platforms. My friend, ah, so glad she is here. It's like... It just happened. <laughs> it just happened. Welcome, Nubia. Thank you Welcome. for having me. Oh, thank you. oh my Let me gosh. Give you some, yeah. yeah, round of applause. There oh, we go. Round of there applause, Nubia. <laughs> yeah, girl. This is dope. Thank Titles. you. Guys. I love it. I love oh. these intros. Oh, intro. Yes. Wait a I know. Woo, woo, woo. You are all of those things and been all of those places mm. and made money. Girl. All of those things and more. Mm. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, girl, awesome. we, hear, we got so many questions. Tell us how. Exactly, <laughs> girl. I don't write me a plan. About like living in purpose. Mm. That sounds like fun, right? It is fun. It's fun. And it's a lot of work. Mm. Oh, of course. Mm. That's what people don't get to see. People we don't get to they, see those. We know how they go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a lot of work. A lot of tears and a lot of times when you be want to be. Can I swear on this podcast? Yeah, you can. Hey, you hey, like, it's all about it. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Welcome. No, no. There you go. <laughs> if you don't cuss, part of the... we don't trust you. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. I'm looking at you like, what? What? Yeah, like. <laughs> well, I'm in the right damn place. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Dang. But it's exciting because this is all entrepreneurship this season. So mm-hmm. I thought it was just so perfect. I'm like honored and blessed that you're here. Yes. This is so awesome. Right. I know. Yeah. I and thank you for having me. I've been following your page since Black and Saloon was the thing. So the beginning of the pandemic, really? Mm-hmm. And then Parshel was like, I know her. That's my friend. I was like, what? (laughs) 
Yes. How? I first met Nubia in Chiang Mai. Yep, in Thailand. My first trip to Thailand, I met her there. Second. Actually, no, second trip. Because yeah, we went together We didn't do first. it right. We got to go do back. It right. We got to go back. Um, second time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was living in Thailand at the time. Yeah. And yeah I, I mean, I must say that travel is so um, rewarding in so many ways, right? A lot of people, and we had this conversation mm-hmm. earlier, a lot of people just are, I don't know if it's fearful or they don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what That's I'm it. saying? That's true. Both. Yeah. Both. It's both. the unknown, and I'm scared to leave my. I think it's zone. both. Mm-hmm. And and the only other time they see black people traveling is these influencers, mm. where I'm a little different. I'm going on 44, and I am a single looking mom. Looking good, girl. You're looking good. Okay. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, I'm a single mom, and I have a story. We all have a story. Mm-hmm. So I shared my story just through like my Facebook and my Instagram, and it, I got picked up that way. You get what oh. I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it was a lot of trials and tribulations. And I told my story authentically. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whether it was That's good, bad, do. or indifferent. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, yeah. tears, wow. anger, you know, whatever. Wow. And that's how, you know, I got to grow this platform to where it is today. Wow. Wow. So, Did, go go ahead. ahead. Oh, no, I got you. Done. <laughs> I know, right. So, hey. Was traveling always something that you wanted to do or did it just come out of nowhere through your experiences? You know, as a kid, were you that way or did your experiences kind of open you up and make you want to do that? So funny thing is, I didn't even get my first passport till I was 32. Oh, dang. So this is like within the recent. Within the last 10, 12 12 years. years. Yeah. So, you know, I grew up in Boston and one of the things about Boston that I never really loved was the fact that everybody was doing the same shit mm. year after year mm-hmm. after year. So you would say to somebody like, hey, what's good? What's new? No, same old shit another day. Mm. That's not my life. I can't be yeah. living like this. Yeah. So the only travels that I did was up and down the East Coast. You know, take my kids, go to the grandparents in Alabama, go to New York, go here, you know. Mm-hmm. And I never really left the East Coast. And it wasn't a thought process to me to go abroad because I didn't never knew anybody that went abroad. I didn't know any black people that lived abroad. Really? I didn't know. No. I thought East Coast people always love to go to the Bahamas. I'm like, Jesus, get out the Bahamas in Jamaica. But the thing about it is even if they went to Jamaica or whatever, like nobody taught me how to afford it. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, again, I'm a single mother, too. Right. So in my in my eyes, I couldn't travel. Got you. Because mm. I didn't, I couldn't relate price points. I couldn't, there was nobody there to, yeah, to connect you know, the dots. Right. To connect. It wasn't the internet either, like no. it is now. Exactly. And okay. what I realized is a lot of the people that I knew that traveled were not American, they were second generations. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So their family yep. was Jamaican yes. or mm-hmm. from Haiti oh, or whatever. True. So yep. that's, that's what true. brought them that's to true. other countries. Yeah. I'm American. People look at me and think I'm straight African and I'm probably from Africa, but my family from the East Coast. Right. That's all I know. Right. When people say, where you from? Boston. You got that yep. accent. <laughs> you got that accent. <laughs> and they're like, no, where your family from? Uh, Boston. Boston. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I didn't leave until my uncle had met a woman who lived in London and they decided to get married and have their wedding in London. So mm. this was my opportunity. Mm. 
But peep this. Here I am, young black American, asking my homegirls, like, yo, let's go to London. Everybody's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get our passports. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> then when it's time to put those deposits down, yeah. crickets. Mm-hmm. Always. Yes. Every time. Yes. Always. But, Every time. but we gonna go. That's how we plan our trips. Like, no matter what, we we gonna go. We know everybody else gonna fall off. Yeah. We, and, can, yeah. we can count on yeah, each other. But it's that, always that, like that. I didn't have that. She had that group. Yeah. She had that group. I didn't yeah. have that group. So I reached out to one of my girlfriends from high school, like randomly, like, hey, because I knew she has traveled before. And I was like, I'm going to London. You want to roll with me? She was like, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we went. And my first time abroad, I went to Paris and London and I was gone for almost 14 days. And I came back and I was like, this is it. Yes. Yes. Wow, the bug. Yes. There you Mm -hmm. go. (laughs) Well, you see, like when you said that about your friends, one thing I've learned about traveling and stuff like that, people don't see the value in it. So their values are completely different. Kind of, you know what I'm saying? So they rather spend the money on something they value to stay at home and then instead of deposit the money to do something that's going to get them more in the end and so a lot of my friends that you know that don't travel they don't see the value in it which to me is like it's wild it's crazy right you don't you it's, it's the people crazy. that drive escalates are really nice cars and they miss their side too <laughs> <laughs> not the side too am i lying no nope. Okay, so I've worked in dental for 12 years. So you you yeah. seen it. You know. Like, you got on them really expensive shoes. You got that brand new car, mm-hmm. but you want me to pull your side tooth? Like, yeah. we're not going to put nothing else there? Nah. It's just going to be gone. You're going to miss your whole tooth? Yeah. <laughs> and not travel. At least one in the back that nobody yeah. can see, but it is the same thing. I, mm-hmm. I value what I can see and mm-hmm. every day. I want a Gucci belt or I want something mm-hmm. really fancy. Yes. I got to, it's, um you know, tangible. I got to touch it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that yes. shit's all replaceable. Give me a regular belt. Like, I want a flight. But the thing about it is, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, the thing about it is, if you really look at life, right? I'm talking about 10 years ago or whatever. America has always made us afraid yes. to leave America. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. Let's just be oh, honest. You're right. It's so true. true. So it was, it was far beyond just the money. It was like, who am I over there? Mm-hmm. How can I go over there and have a good time. Like, what What would I do? What would I say? I don't, I don't speak the language. I don't know where I'll go. I'll be afraid. They're going to kidnap me. They're going to do, you know what I'm saying? That part. <laughs> she led her life every day. Her movie real crazy. Hey, I have evolved. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so you are the typical she, she American. Won. She won over there. I'm relating in all these Girl, I feel like I'm going to be in one of the movies. They're going to have to kidnap me. I'm going to go. I'm going to have a good time. I want to be Look, don't rough me up. Just tell me where I got to go. Yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google Translate. Google Translate, go translate it. It is what it is. it is. But when you, how were you treated as an African American woman in another country? What was your experiences? Have you been treated? I've been treated wonderfully. If I did, if I wasn't, I wouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I will say, <laughs> I went to India and I left India crying. I was supposed to stay in India for two weeks. I was out day six. I was like, fuck this. Why? <laughs> um, you know, there are there is a such thing as colorism. It is. And it's not so much racism as it is just colorism. They don't mm-hmm. have the education around black people. The only thing that some countries will look at for black people are athletes, entertainers. That's all and you know, sure. and, and that's it. That's all they really know. Yeah. So if you look like somebody, oh my God, you know what I mean? That's true. And then when Obama was in office, no matter what country I went to, Obama! <laughs> <laughs> Obama. <laughs> what? 
everything they can relate to Yo. us on. Oh, yeah. mama. And I'm like, yeah, that's my cousin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> point, I would too. <laughs> yeah. I gave wow. a signal. They, they kill me but with that. I still, celebrities. What happened? Still. So. Oh, in India? Yes. Oh, yes. So remember when I said earlier that I look like I'm African? You know, I'm dark skinned, no hair, you know. And in India, they were like pointing at me like Africa, African. Like, and the thing about it is, you know, and maybe you guys can do this for me because I've always wanted to do this, was actually talk to some African travelers and have a whole episode around traveling while African. Mm. It's so different because that little blue passport is a privilege. Yes. Mm. It's a freaking privilege. Wow. But when you're black and you're not American, they don't give a fuck about you. It's different. Oh, whoa. Wow. I'm trying to think who I know that's African that could come on the podcast. I didn't even think about that. Wow. wow. Think about right now. Biden just put a whole ban on South Africa and seven other countries in Africa. Oh, my God. Non US citizens. So think about those people who can't even come into America just because they live in these countries. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, as an American, we have so much more privilege. Mm-hmm. As a black American, to a lot of people where, um, like, if you go to China, you're a an anomaly. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, you're black. Yeah. I, I kid you not. I'm sitting here. People are like this with their phone taking pictures of me in the background. Yeah. 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 Asking yeah. me to hold your kids. talked about that. They, your, your, yeah, they follow you. Kids. They will that's, follow you. That's a real thing. Like, yeah. what episode was mm-hmm. that? Three mm-hmm. out, out of the country yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. China killed me. They follow you. I was just like, uh-uh. Wow. Mm-hmm. But India has colorism issues in their own country. Yeah. Right. That's so, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you definitely threw them all the way off. That's unfortunate. And with and not even just being black, but having no hair. Mm-hmm. You know, India Reed talks about you know I'm yeah, not my I'm hair. Not hair. Uh-huh. In India, that's not that's not the case. You you don't cut your hair. Oh, that's your that's your your womanhood. Your mm-hmm. you know your feminine. Your yes. why would you cut your hair? And I believe and don't quote me on this, but I believe that women who do shave their hair off, yeah, means that they're either widowed or something like it's a, a another stigma oh, or something so it's, uh, okay it's connected to something yeah. oh it most is. definitely like, oh, wow. i'm trying to think because that's on one of them netflix they yes. talk about going to india and getting hair they would go into like a temple and have their head shaved uh. and then the temple was donating the hair that's how they making money wow. yeah. okay it's a whole all hustle. in the name in, okay. in the name of whoever okay right. I'm like all right y'all uh, wow. well, well yeah. no because i mean i i experienced that in washington one time but it was with josiah and josiah is very you know dark complected but an indian man came to me as though he is because of his hair and he was like, as though he was against, like, what is wrong with your son and why? So I was like, I'm looking around like he playing like all the rest of these kids. What's wrong with him? And he was just like, you know, he shouldn't be doing that. He's, 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 I was like, his hair. I was like, what is, what is this? Well, because in India, because your son has uh, locks or does he have? He has twists. He has twists. Twist, okay. But it looks like locks. So to them, locks. to them, the only people who have locks are holy men. That wow. go into the mountains and don't come out for 15 years. They wow. come out with locks. Dang, so oh. they think he done beat, Educate- cheated the system. You Ed- <laughs> <laughs> went over there for eight years, boy, you got locked. Get out. <laughs> he had a lot of hair, too. No, wow. It's not a thing. That is crazy. It's not a thing. Oh, and that's why, okay. like, you know, throughout my journey, I started to um, 
adapt these three pillars, educate, empower, explore, Mm. because I realized that we're so ignorant on so many other countries' cultures. We just go for the beaches, for the landscape, for the food, you know what I'm saying? But we're really not truly tapped in Mm. to their culture. So my goal as I was doing my journey was to educate people to be able to empower themselves to explore the world and experience it in a way that you wouldn't if you just went to a resort. Right. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're Stop right. being a tourist. Yeah. Like, go be with the locals. Yeah. And that, to me, that, that broadens your life perspective. That broadens your ability to take in and learn even more. It opens you up a lot more. Like you mm-hmm. And just traveling and being able just to go experience the culture. That's the fun part to me. Like, I want to be out there and experience what is, what do you live like? What's your everyday life? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and it makes you appreciate so much, like you said, about what we have and the opportunities we have. It, like, life is different when you when you go over there and you experience those things. You're able to soak those things in. I think your perspective of life just grows and you, you become more appreciative of who you are and not stuff. Like, stuff doesn't mean anything anymore. That's yeah. so true. It's That's the always value. the biggest, like, revelation when you go. You're like, dang, I got all this I got stuff. Too much. Yes. It ain't war half and of it. Really, yeah. <laughs> and it collects right. dust and rust. Why? But it, I've saw, I've seen some of the people who, when I was in Guam, there's a family who didn't have anything. We would go over there. But every time we'd go over there, because I was stationed there um, on subs, so I'd be there all the time. And every time we'd go there, they would be there to pick me up from the, um, they didn't have anything. They just had one car. Get everybody out. They would come pick me up. They would feed me. We play cards all night. We drink, you know. And they had nothing in a little rundown house, but they would always make sure that I was cool. You and know the problem what I'm is, you know, Guam is in U.S. territory. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's the U.S. It's, it's like, US. you know what I'm saying? But like nobody in the U.S. should be without. Let's be yeah. clear. I don't care where you are, you know. Mm-hmm. And here I am in California, and it hurts my heart to see the amount of homelessness that's going on. Yeah. But yet, I live in a foreign country, and I don't see that homelessness. Mm. Wow. Mm. I don't see that in Mexico. I've been in Mexico, it'll be two and a half years, and we don't have homelessness like that. We don't That's have people true. sleeping. You don't see that. You don't see it. Why One thing I is? have learned and realized and noticed even with my one time out of the country that other countries embrace their talent your own uniqueness where the United States is like you have a category that you're supposed to fall in that I noticed like it every last person like okay you might be you know the best person who sells jewelry or shoes or whatever may be the case I'm going to try to support you in some way but I'm also doing my mind too it's like everybody is enjoying and doing the best of what they do I mean that's you their know, hustle. What, yes, that's their hustle. They live it. There's no shame in it. There's no like, oh wow, I decided to do something different. Everybody, this is how I live and this is how I'm going to embrace every part of it. We don't do that. Well, more than that is if you go to other countries, they embrace community and family. You're right. Time. Time. You are, That'd be mm. it. So you yes, I've been to India and mm-hmm. seen houses with no doors and there's seven people living in a room. Mm-hmm. Yep. You get what I'm saying? Yes. And to us, it's like, oh, but to them, this is like, this is my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're happy. And, and they're they happy. Each other yeah. To the end. And I love I And that part, that's the part that makes me look at life a lot different because yeah, right. we're mm-hmm. selfish. Mm-hmm. Very. You're right. As mm-hmm. AF. Selfish <laughs> AF. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> and there's no reason for it. There's always an mm-hmm. I or my in America. Mm-hmm. You know, my this, my that, now nah, I'm good. They don't, you know, we don't embrace our families enough. We talk a lot of shit about everything and it's any other. And it's sad to see because we're such a rich people. And I'm, and I'm not talking about just in money. I'm talking about rich in cultures, rich in mm-hmm. stuff. Like 
educational wise, we have the best, but yet we still are so ignorant mm. Mm. to That's others, and it makes no sense. Yeah. What do you what, from traveling? What do you think is the cause of a lot of that that division? You, you kind of get what I'm saying. Is it because we have so many cultures here, or is it because is it because we just we're not one, you know, religion? Or you kind of get what I'm saying. Is it? I, I honestly, know. I mean, I don't want to go into conspiracy theories and shit, but I really do think that you know, as Americans, we allow the government to dictate how we should view shit. Mm, right. And this goes on with like, why are people still killing each other, mm. black, mm. white, and different, just because? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. who who ever told you you can wake up tomorrow, go outside and kill your neighbor because he looked at you wrong? Mm. Or because he was black? Mm. Or because he had on a black hoodie? And then they have a law. <laughs> and that's my point. Law, it's yeah. a law. Exactly. Like, oh, it's self-defense. self-defense exactly. Uh-huh. It just goes off like with the, the white woman cop that just got off for shooting the black, the yeah. black woman because she mistaken her gun for a taser. taser. First of all, Weren't you trained? Yes. Mm-hmm. If anybody exactly. ever yeah. seen a taser, it's like a box. Yeah. But your taser, your gun ain't even in the same spot. They're not. It's not. Exactly. And you train that way. You're trained that your taser's on one side, your gun's on the other side. <laughs> but she got off. And yeah. so they're teaching you that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because a, another person seeing that's going to be like, well, if she got off. Mm, I'm going to take my chance. I'm going to take, take chance. your chance as a brown mm-hmm. person. But yeah, and then it also puts you, well, black people more in the fear mindset uh-huh. of the fact that now I got to, anytime I see a person in uniform or something like that, now I have to be aware on how I act or how I behave mm-hmm. because they mistakenly may do this and that. You know, it's like, Making other people and comfortable. making other people right, exactly. Yeah, it's it's straight PTSD. Exactly. It is. I mean, it seriously. Is. It is. And you know, in Mexico specifically, Tulum. You know, Black and Tulum has grown exponentially in the last year, not because it's Mexico, but because Americans were so cooped up for so long. They needed a place to go and couldn't go nowhere because every other country had their <laughs> borders closed. Like not here, <laughs> <laughs> not today. <laughs> and Mexico was like, bring your asses on. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the universe happened to put me in a position. I tell people all the time. I went from hostels to hotel suites overnight, like Ooh, for real. That's wow. You know, um, I didn't have a lot, you know, but I enjoyed what I had. Mm. So. One thing about me has always been in the hospitality space. So I would always take pictures in Mexico. like, And people hit me up like, what's going on in Mexico? I'm like, chilling. <laughs> what you doing? You want to come through? You know what I mean? And people caught on. It was like, yo, let's go to Mexico. But before the pandemic yeah. or before there was any black and tulum, people weren't paying Mexico no mind. Nope. They would only go, oh, yeah, I've been on a cruise and we went to Cozumel. I'm like, nah. Mexico is North America, but it's a whole ass country mm-hmm. and it's so much to see, so mm-hmm. much to do. And because I was able to share my stories and travel throughout Mexico as a black female traveler, people were seeing that and was like, well, damn, if she could do it, I can too. Mm-hmm. That's the part that gets people out of their shell. That makes them feel more comfortable. Relatable. Mm-hmm. Relatable. Relatability. Yep. Yep. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what my brand as Nubia Young is all about is relatability because mm-hmm. I'm just a, I'm just a woman. Just... Mm-hmm. Doing what I want to do, how I want to do it. Parshel was like, hey, come down to San Diego. I'm in L.A. Get a car. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those. I don't have to think too hard about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's freedom. That's life. That's that's what freedom's Mm -hmm. about. I have a question when it came to like, you know, I know we're talking about the kids. 
So did you embrace your kids in the cult in the in like out of a country, you know, the culture of like traveling and stuff like that? And then they just decided that they didn't want to make that move, or did you wait till they just get a little older? Well, like I said earlier, I didn't start traveling until I was thirty two. Right. So the kids were already older. Okay. I did take them out of the country once to <laughs> Bahamas, because <laughs> you mentioned Bahamas. Yeah. You know, I did the whole Atlantis okay, thing okay. and all of that. That's great. That, Atlantis is a exactly. fun time. It is. And as a single mom, I'm not going to lie, I waited till I had my income taxes and took that money and took them traveling. There you go. And, you know, by that time, I think that the kids were already set in their ways. Like, okay. they were already like, well, my friends, can my friends, no, your friends can't go. Not yeah, Atlantis. Not the Atlantis exactly. shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit. They can so, go down the street to the park. Exactly. Not, so after a while, the travels were like, no, forget mm-hmm. it. Stay your ass here. I'm I'm out. Cause yeah. you can't you can't better. just go with me. You want to take the whole goddamn neighborhood, and I ain't doing all that. <laughs> Not so. That, that's what like happened. Four hundred dollars a night you, for you a regular the, room. I, I, were you the type of person like at your house? You just, like all the kids came over and all that type of stuff. Or yes and no. Okay. Yeah. I, I, know. I don't know if you were that type of person because. Like I, I love when the kids come here. I like mm-hmm. when people come. So now my kids be like, oh, well, they can go here." And I'm like, "Nah, bro. Like, no. Like, I, like money don't grow on trees." You know. What yes I mean? like, and no. Like my kids, you know what I'm saying? They always had what everything that they needed and wanted and stuff. And the kids were like, "Oh, your mom's cool." And the kids were like. Psh. My mom's cool. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, okay, like, I'm yeah. one of those, like, y'all want to eat? Da, 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 da. Don't touch that. You don't. So that's what I mean. <laughs> okay. I see what you're saying. So it's like, you know, after a while, it's like, all right, get y'all stuff. Get out. Bye. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But so to answer your question, no, the kids, um, I did not raise them traveling outside of getting in the car and going to see, like I say, go see grandma, go to amusement parks, things like that. I, if I knew what, if I knew then what I know now, mm-hmm. They would they would have three passports by now. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yes. that's why I that's get excited. The truth. That's yes. why I said this baby gonna be yes. travel mm-hmm. way more than my other two. Because yes. it's just my mindset is different. I do have a question though. So I mean what you're doing is really like paving a new way for people to experience life, you know. And you're taking the brunt of a, a lot of stuff. So what was the hardest thing about getting to where you are now as far as like a business thing, you know, we can't right. put as a black person trying to build themselves, you know, and it's hard, especially when they view you in America a certain way, you know, that's the hard part. Like over overseas, I felt like I got love more than I've ever in every country I've been to mm-hmm. than here, but branding and building and getting people to come out of their shell to go down the path you're going. What's been the hardest part for you? What do you, what do you think is? Ooh, I, um, The hardest part is back to what I said about people being about me, me, me. The culture that I've noticed, and if I get all teary-eyed and stuff, just bear with me. There's a lot of crabs in a barrel. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people that show so much love and support, and then there's those that get closest to you and want what you got. Mm -hmm. And I have no problem with sharing no problem with putting people on you know introducing um connections and stuff like that but their intentions are just fucked up mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying yeah. they be people in. yeah no i i <laughs> yeah. that I has been still your creative they yeah. still your ideas honey and, mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it's always the people that are sitting at your fucking table yeah. it'd be your own yeah. people it'd be your own goddamn yeah. people and it, it, Judas. it's it's very frustrating but this is how i look at it I may have a really great recipe. The dressing I made on Thursday for Thanksgiving. Mm. I can. You got leftovers? 
Y'all got some leftovers. Yeah, we do. Oh, snap. Because, <laughs> yes. you know, <laughs> after this, it's going to be lunchtime. Yes. I pull some out. Look. But I can teach you the dressing. I can give you the recipe. It may taste the same or similar. But when it's my gift, it don't matter. Mm. And, you know, I, I, I hear that all and the time. And you will be blessed no matter. It don't. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. It hurts. It still hurts. That's the part. It That's still the part hurts. Hurt. Mm-hmm. That's the part. It's like I give you my last, but I'm like, oh, damn, you using my phrases. You want to look like me. You want to do this. Like, oh, mm. God bless. But again, it hurts. It do so, hurt because you're humans first. And, that you, part. And, and because you you did a lot of work. That's time, effort, yes. energy, time you put in. And here you just want to come take the take the shine. Yeah. And the thing about it is that we could have worked together. We yeah. could have collaborated exactly. together. Yeah, exactly. You don't gotta you don't it gotta try to take it's crabs in a barrel and for all of us. I and don't that's get it. the part. And it's like people think like it just came to me or I did something to do it. And I'm just like, no, this organically happened. It's in you. Yes. It's your gift, baby. It's your gift. It don't matter what the next person do. Nah. It's yours. Nah. I didn't come to Mexico with a business plan. Yeah. I didn't yes. set to start Black and Tulum. I just wanted to have a brunch. And I had a brunch. People enjoyed themselves. I'm like, yo, we should do this again. All right, let's do it again. I had a second brunch and a third. And every single time I had it, more black people came and more people. And I was just like, yo, this is what's up. It wasn't until I was maybe two months in. Now, remind you, I wasn't making no money. Okay. Uh, that I was, was my next question. Yeah. No. I was going to ask you too. No. You just, like, <laughs> just like us getting together. Exactly. <laughs> I keep bringing people back here. Y'all going to have to pay me in a minute though. Uh, it, right. wasn't, it, it, it wasn't even a thought in my mind. You, it, just oh, organic, wow. it was organic fun for you. Exactly. It, was just, or, it was just fun because yeah. I was meeting people. I uh-huh. love networking. Uh-huh. I love that to me is just as rich. It I is. got to meet all of y'all and here I am on the show. Like my mm-hmm. whole thing is. You never know who you're talking to. Right. Mm, that's true. And where wow. that might lead in the future wow. or whatever. So to me, I was already good. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So I started Black and Tulum July of 2020. I didn't make my first real dollar until New Year's because I had a New Year's Eve event. And of course you have to charge New Year's Eve. You know what I mean? Right. Like, for I, sure. People are paying yeah. $100 to go to a party. Exactly. But it wasn't until I had my third or fourth brunch that I had it, um, a gentleman say to me, you don't charge tickets for these events? And I was like, nah. He was like, yo, I would I would buy tickets to come to your events. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? And it's, it was because inside of me, I really didn't think that people would want to come. Like, if I wasn't asking you to come. Do you get what I'm saying? I was just putting something together, and my firm belief was if you come, you, you come. You come. Yeah. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. But if you stop putting, no matter what. Exactly. But if you stop putting <laughs> ticket prices on stuff, now your mindset is like, oh my God, am I going to make a sale? Is anybody going to mm-hmm. buy? Is anybody? And I didn't want all that. Yeah. You you feel me? Yes, mm-hmm. I feel you. And then it wasn't until I realized in December I had a New Year's Eve event, like, what, 200 people showed up. What? Okay. And literally from New Year's Eve to today, it's been a business. Wow. Because then I realized I'm planning, I'm putting in a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And I deserve to be paid for it. Mm-hmm. And that's more or less what it is, more than let me beat these people over the head with prices. Yeah. You right. get what I'm saying? And that's why my events are so popular because I think the most most expensive event I have is my yacht event. But mm. we are on a luxury yacht. Yeah. And you got <laughs> unlimited, and you got exactly. unlimited food and alcohol mm-hmm. and everything wow. else. And the most ah. expensive is 175. You go to LA. You're in LA. Oh, yeah, look. <laughs> See? Say look. I know where we going. I said earlier, I didn't, t- I didn't do Tulum right. <laughs> exactly. I'll be back with the infant and the baby. Exactly. For sure. I get to have my ass cheeks out on the yacht. Girl, you could be, you could. New. Yeah. It's a private yacht. 
Mm, and then my less. beach club, my beach clubs are topless. You know what I'm saying? And it's optional. I mean, you know, people be like topless. I'm like, it's optional. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, what's next to know? That's why I be getting in trouble. I don't even know y'all. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Living your best <laughs> topless yeah. life. There you go. All to say, like, mm-hmm. okay. So I gotta, I gotta get it together, cause um. <laughs> what do you what do you do so everything i i kind of i'm she, hearing a little bit about how she yes money. how you making it you know and basically are you coming from a nine to five i have not had a nine to five since in six years wow six years. You, yeah okay. but when i moved abroad <laughs> all right all right when when i left i left in 2017 april 2017 i believe or 2016 whatever somewhere around that i can't even think sometimes i still think it's 2021 2020 what, what month we are i don't even know how old i am i gotta i gotta check with her how old are we <laughs> <laughs> like okay if she, okay okay gosh, i feel like time Girl. is just not yeah. like registering with me gotcha. but anyway when i left i had got laid off I went on vacation. I went to Portugal. I remember it clearly. I went to Portugal for Christmas. We were all for Christmas vacation. And I worked as a meeting planner. So I was already in kind of like the event space kind of thing, you know. And um, I come back on January 2nd. My boss is like, hey, can I see you in my office? I'm like, cool. HR sitting there. I'm like, the fuck? You know? Mm. They're like, well, you know, where where are we doing some things? And laid me off. I was livid when i say livid fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you she did not get terminated yeah. no, laid off could mean we could possibly bring you back but you said fuck you fuck your raggedy ass mama and your grandma too you just knew you weren't coming back girl i was over it yeah. who the yeah. fuck I, I keep thinking i was thinking to myself like here i am in my 30s eight you know I've, I've been here four years going on to five years putting in work, my boss and I are talking about next steps, this and the other, like, where the next steps go to you laying me the fuck off? And, you know, I got kids, and not that they mm-hmm. owe me anything, but, no. I mean, how am I supposed to pay my rent? They did all that while you was on vacation. Yeah. That's, wow. that's really what happened. Yeah. That, that is now, it. if I, I knew, still work in corporate, so they were like, do, 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 do. But if You're I knew, you. do you think I would have spent 10 days in Portugal? Chill? Hell no. <laughs> you need your money. Yeah. That part. Exactly. So I was livid, like, mm-hmm. straight up livid. So, make a long story short, I was like, no, bump this. I don't want my life to be mm. measured to a title. Wow. Mm-hmm. My worth to be measured to how much I make, my salary. Girl. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I'm music. I need to sound like because she's preaching right now. There we go. Get it. Get it. Touch mm. your neighbor. Mm. Hold on. I need to go get the oil and the, and the towel, the preacher towel. Probably not she said here, my look. worth. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because no, that's touch, so true. She's touching on stuff that we talked about. Exactly. Mm. That was episode that's what I'm one. Yes. It's about do you uh, desire value yeah. in your partners? But I talk about finding value in work. Yes. People mm-hmm. hide behind titles and like that Woo. shit don't define no. me because at the end of the day I roll with me and I love that. But you yes. got that in your early thirties. Yes. Well, mid, you was mid thirties. Yes. That is a sermon, though. People need to hear that. Yeah, they do. I value me. Bump what y'all own. Mm -hmm. I know at the end of the day, I'm wrong with me. But people see security and stability is tied around. 
employment and but what, money. It's, but it's, 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 it's a false sense of security. That's a false sense right. of security. Exactly. A false that's sense what, that, of that, security. They'll pull that rug up right under you like they did now. They don't care. Like you was on they vacation. Just, they don't care. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. They was like, it's yep, time to go. Yep, time to go. Mm. She having fun. Too Becky, fun. come on in. Becky, come on in. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I do have, did they replace you too? I don't know what they did because I told you, girl. I was like, fuck you. And you just went out. You have to pass the pass. You got to let it go. We all got that one friend that still be at the job that had called and let you know they up here tripping. Oh, yeah. no. She was, yeah, yeah. She got fired maybe oh. eight months later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, they got rid of all of us. Oh. So They did the restructure for real. Were you, lying. were you getting tired to that point of it? Kind of, was there something in you being kind of like, I don't really want I'm not really happy here. Most definitely. I'm not really happy here. Most definitely. And that's the thing. I think we're all intuitive beings, but we don't know what that intuition sounds Mm -hmm. like or looks like or feels like. We just know something's not right. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we don't don't listen to it. But, oh, Mm -hmm. yes. Oh, my God. There was something boiling inside of me that was like, you can do more. You could do something else. I just didn't know what that something else was. I was tired. Mm -hmm. And I... I'm not going to lie. When I say I was tired, I was tired of everybody. The yeah. kids, right. <laughs> the friends. I was tired. I was, yeah. And then I, when I left, I was on some fuck you for everything. I was yeah. like, I'm just done. And, I, and when I left the States, I really did leave with this notion. And I said to the universe, I'm open to whatever mm. you bring. Wow. I'm going to be open to it because at the end of the day, I don't want to limit myself mm. from overthinking Mm-hmm. I don't want to look at something and, and put my nose up and be like, oh, what's that? What are they eating? No, let me try it. Obviously, it's something, you know, yes. like I was open. Right. And when I left with an open heart and an open mind, it's been nothing but adventures. <laughs> Is that when you tapped into your spiritual awareness? Because I was reading that part like, you know, you like, look, I needed to tap into this next. Yes. So when you lost all, is when you decided to just like something... Something shifted. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't happy. I had I had lived with depression. Uh-huh. Um, living in Boston, you know, it's it's very cold. <laughs> and, I said that's why they loud. Like that's and why black, they loud and angry. I didn't think that Boston and black people went together. Why do people think that Bobby Brown, New Edition? I mean, they're all from Boston. I mean, if you think about it, Boston got a ton of black folks and we got a ton of ghettos too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's rough over you, there. It, it, it can be. You know, it can be. And Boston specifically does not get hot. It probably gets maybe four or five days that gets hot out the whole entire year. Mm. What y'all mean by hot, though? Because like we live 90, in San Diego. Like 90, 90, 95. And when it does get hot, for San Diego. Yeah, it, it will hot. thunderstorm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's pretty cloudy, pretty wet, pretty mm-hmm. cold. So I lived with depression, seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. And okay. during the winter season was very hard for me. So I ended up moving me and my kids from Boston to um, Virginia in 20, 2009. And that to me was like, oh, you know what I mean? Because it was more sunlight, you know, it was still considered the North. So I was able to make Northern money, but live in the South and da, 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 da. So I had this whole thing. I wasn't really big into church and religion because I think that there's a whole bunch of other stuff with that. Amen. Girl, you missed that book. Amen. We got a lot going on. I don't know. We didn't just hit the whole thing like smack it. We need a guy. That's yeah. a whole nother. You dodged that one. That's that was, a, that's that was a, a whole good season. One. Yeah. And um, I, I didn't have a direction. I really didn't. I didn't have a direction. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew I needed to do something. So when I decided to say it was my turn to do something, I, I sent my daughter to college. She was first year in college. My son was getting ready to graduate high school the following year. 
And I just looked at him and I was like, pack your shit. I called his father. Come get your son. Mm. I'm done. Tag team. Mm. I've been I've been doing this by myself for all this time. Like, I need to do something for me. And people were, oh, I got wow. girl, beat down and trolled. That's when you see How where the real friends are. Yeah. When the real people who are there for you. But the thing about it is, when is it ever a right time to leave? So not... Even if I waited for him to graduate high school, the 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 oldest could have been ready to graduate college, and then grandkids. Yes. It's just ne- it just keeps going and going and going. But how long did you take care of your son by yourself? Seventeen. Seventeen years. years. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, come on. Dad, you're like, Dad, come get your child for a year, yeah. and now you a horrible like, person. And exactly. You, you let your child. Every, what every mother? Time. What mother let go of it? Me. Yeah, <laughs> Come get these kids. And I and the thing about it is what people don't realize is I had my first child at 18. Mm-hmm. So I ain't never had yeah, a never real had mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What type of whole phase you been through? A lot. Okay. <laughs> and wait, <laughs> what time is it? Am I out of my whole phase? That's the only nine to five I got. <laughs> <laughs> You've been all over the country. Check it in, check it out. Oh, can we can we swift? Can we talk about this? I don't know. <laughs> what, what has the best dingaling you've gotten? Oh, Portia hasn't told you. What country got the best dingaling? Okay, girl. You mean what country got the best women? I date women. Oh, I didn't know. Oh yeah. Well, sometimes women have dingaling. Sometimes women have dingaling. <laughs> Whatever one we purchase. <laughs> I don't I don't necessarily talk about, you know, homosexuality as much, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I was, you know, I podcasted for five years and becoming a brand, I didn't want people to look at me mm-hmm. in a certain I know that sounds crazy. You see my face. I like, know, I seen girl, it. Fuck I seen them. it. Fuck I, them. But, your life. but it wasn't about me. The whole my whole presence and point of what mm-hmm. I do is about others. You get what I'm I saying? See what you're saying. You Even didn't when want it to be about it, it you wasn't being a, a lesbian exactly. traveling to different countries because they would automatically gave you that title, and that's what you would have to talk about everywhere you went. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you. even with Black and Tulum, a lot of people don't know who's behind Black and Tulum. So when I do a live or I do um, a, a video or something, and I go to an event, people are like, "Yo, I think that's her," and I'm like, Ooh. "Hey," and they're like, <laughs> yeah. "And they're like, wait, wait, wait." So you own this, and I'm like. Yeah, it's me. And they're like, oh, my God, I didn't know there was a woman. I'm like, what did they expect? What did you expect? You know, and I think I don't know what people's expectations are, but I didn't want to be labeled. Mm. Yep. So I never Mm. really talked about my sexuality in many of my travels. You would Mm. never know. You know what I'm saying? That's why you're so happy, too. You ain't got no nut-ass nigga hanging around. (laughs) I've had some some dirty assholes, though. Honey, <laughs> all the same. Yeah, people girl. just be people. Yes. 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 For sure. You said something that was like super powerful, though. When you were ready to leave, like you didn't know what you want to do, but I feel like you shed, you let go of like those things that you had, you, you know, you, what you defined you, mm-hmm. what you thought mm-hmm. defined who you were. So when you let go of that, then you were able to fully receive what was for you. Yeah. And I see a lot of Americans, and even a lot of times they're so so attached. Like even you, when you leave people, they're just attached to a part of you that's really not even you. That's not, mm-hmm. not that's not me. Like you know what I'm saying. So they get offended when you let that go. Yep. 
That part. Now, I did a whole um, like episode about friendships. When I lived in D.C., I considered myself a socialite. D.C. has this huge brunch culture. Mm. You know, I had a ton of quote unquote friends, all of this stuff. And then when I, you know, I had this big going away party and I was just like, yeah, my friends are going to come visit me. Nobody came to visit my ass mm-hmm. until years in. Mm-hmm. It was all the people that I met along the way that became. became that's the truth. That's, that's some real, that's some that real talk. All of us. That's some real <laughs> talk. Oklahoma. I ain't know none of When we started our business. Where y'all from? Uh, Virginia, Philly. Yep, Philly, Virginia. Virginia. This, yeah. is our, this is our family now, what yes. we make. Exactly. No one mm-hmm. comes here. And, and then when they do come, I have to buy their ticket. Mm-mm. 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 I lived the first two years begging people to come see me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was so lonely because I was just like, y'all don't give a fuck. Y'all don't call me. Mm-mm. Y'all just let it's, me leave and don't don't ooh, check up on me. Whole, but that's a whole episode. That is a whole that conversation is. because I swear I'd be like, come on, come on. Like, Mm-mm. especially when they say, I'm and then they be going on cruises. Do, da, da. My, yeah. I'd be going on family cruises out of Texas. I'd be like, wait a minute. <laughs> But I'm not thinking, really why, why do I want to leave all America beer, to go to a subsection of America? <laughs> like, I don't, don't want to do it. All the beer and cigarettes y'all drink and nobody can get on a flight. Mm-hmm. That part. You can get on Allegiance. Mm-hmm. $99 to fly up to LA. I'll come get you. But I got tired. I got tired. I said, you know you what? I'm, gonna, I'm not going to keep begging y'all fuck to come. Fuck y'all. For fuck real. Family Listen, too. I've been on a fuck you tour for six years. Isn't that. it great? Wow. Girl, you can't tell me shit. I love that. I swear to God you can't. And people get angry at me. Like, there issue. you go. They, you don't sit it's still. It's not yours. It's not yours. Mm-hmm. It's their perception. And we are not responsible for... Get, let the therapist come through. All right. Come on now. <laughs> come but on. Yeah, when you say what's the most challenging and yes. the most difficult part, it's that. Mm-hmm. It's people judging you and, pro- and projecting their shit there onto is you security. because they feel like, why can't... Or they should be the one. Or how dare you? Mm-hmm. That And it's like, why can't you just be happy for me? Right. Yeah. And on top of that, I'm inviting your ass. Like, yeah, you could like, be doing I know. this. I want you to come and see. Come and do it. Come and come and live come, life differently. Come, out. come like, see, just something see something different. different. Please. This is so good because yes. this is what we be talking about. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. And, and people, be um, if I'm inviting you and I'm telling you you can stay in my house, so you got free lodging, mm-hmm. you got somebody yes. to show you around, yeah. what's, what's the problem? Yeah. But because you got all these reasons and excuses why you can't stay your ass there, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> she had the one friend that came here <laughs> and <laughs> where did y'all went out to LA? Oh, we did. The restaurant I was talking yeah. about earlier, Catch. Yes. Catch. Yes. Girl, he got some grilled shrimp. You came always. I gotta grill you some shrimp at the crib. Then he had to go to Hollywood. We talked about Hollywood, how it ain't nothing but shit in the street, but people want to go see it. And Hollywood I take Hollywood is so it's disappointing. They, it's it was the disappointing. movies that they love. It does. That's what they, it is okay. the word. I'm guilty. Girl. Yeah. And we went to this this ice cream shop that had like 30 flavors and toppings. He Don't tell me you got vanilla. Oh, girl. Oh. <laughs> You know, you know. Some people you just, just plain. I tell you, I wanted to swing on him, mm. <laughs> and then I was mad because the vanilla was good. He was like, mm-hmm. I was like, but still, <laughs> they got thirty flavors and toppings. You got vanilla and M and M's. M and M's on top. Mini M and M's. My thing is the people complaining. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. you came all this way to complain. Mm. Yep. Please take that back there. I know. But so, you, yeah. So do you put? Put packages together for people to travel. Do you have other people a part of your company? Like, what is all entailed for what you do for your entrepreneurship? Great question. So, Black and Tulum has been just me, and I was not putting packages together. What I was doing was hosting events. Okay. Now, Black and Tulum has morphed to Black and Travel. 
because I'm ready to get back out there. Boom. And in order for me to get out there, I needed to drop the Tulum mm. and get back to traveling. So yeah. mm. that's so deep. Mm-hmm. You know, you, no, you're good at <laughs> so detaching. So do you tell people? Yeah, that that's good. <laughs> Detach. But um, do you tell people like I'm trying to get a good understanding? Like, um, so someone came and said, "Okay, black and Tulum or black and traveling." What all entails that? So, are my are you telling me how to get my passport? Are you informing me? I share all of those to... resources. Yes. yes. So, so black and black and Tulum is just one part of my empire. Okay. Mm. And empire. I call it my empire I love because it. that's I love exactly it, girl. what. Okay. Yes. Yes. You got to walk Inform into your... me on this empire. Exactly. Yes. So, what um, Nubia Young is my brand. That's who I am. So I do interviews you know I speak stuff like that right so that's my motivational speaking and just sharing my story then I have Blacksit Tribe which is another group for black Americans that want to move abroad it's a Facebook group we got about 19 20,000 members and it's myself and um, a young lady named Nikki Faye who lives in Kenya and she is also a world traveler so we share our resources within our group and help them to Blacksit Okay. Okay. Then we have the Black and Tulum brand, which started about a year and a half ago now, or a year and some change. And that is where I host events in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Black and Travel now is the level up. Oh. That's going to be my new okay. baby. Boom. All right. Okay. But we can rewind just, just once because I forgot about this one. Novice to Nomad, it was my coaching program that I did last year, but I wanted to revamp it. So I'm going to end up relaunching Novice to Nomad. And that's for people, women specifically, who would like to try their hand at either a sabbatical or living abroad. And so this would be me coaching you through group coaching and all of those things. There's a lot more details that I don't want to necessarily speak on just yet. But yes, that's going to be one. And now Black and Travel is going to be the level up of all of those encompassing. Does that make sense? So instead of me being the only one doing it all, I started to collaborate. Mm -hmm. The power of collaboration. That's how you do the empire. Exactly. So now I'm working with travel agents who want to utilize the Black and Travel Network. They do. They love Black dollars. Don't ever let people (laughs) play with you. Well, this is the whole thing. If you're a travel agent, right, but you Mm -hmm. maybe got like a thousand followers, you know, you're new to social media, but you have some really good experience, Mm -hmm. Who's going to buy your trip? Right. Because mm. they don't know you. Mm-hmm. There's a such thing as a, a no like trust factor. Mm-hmm. And because I have that no like trust factor over the last six years, I have, you know, 100,000 people who see my story. Mm-hmm. Why not utilize my network mm-hmm. to and build pay, that And trip? pay you for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. You, you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So now I'm working and collaborating with travel agents. I'm working and collaborating um, with hotels. I just got a contract with Hilton. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I'm looking Ooh. at... Get them Hilton. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 right. I don't know what that's on me, to be baby. I got okay. this on. So I'm just looking to collaborate with people that make sense. The bit, the business, you know, and and black and travel just be that hub. So yes, we do do resources. Okay. If you go to the blackandtulum.com website, there's always going to be resources for Tulum specific because that's where it's mm-hmm. at. But as black and travel goes, I really want to morph it to almost the black version of TripAdvisor in a yeah. way. Mm-hmm. So when I go to Black and Tulum website, am I going in in the mindset of I'm about to create my 
my travel experience or what I want or what I'm looking for. I'm about to no, not on the website. The website will give you what events are going on. They'll mm-hmm. give you some resources gotcha. on like some accommodation, some private chefs, you know, things okay, like that. Okay. Um, information on where you can get your COVID testing. I like that private chef all together. Yes, like, all nice of that. Right I don't hear but nothing the, else. Private chef. <laughs> <laughs> but the Facebook group, and I have learned this through my members have helped people build the entire itinerary for free. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because wow. if you ask me to do it, I'm charging you $750. Well, girl, mm-hmm. you should. But that, that's a you lot know, of time. And you money. Can, it is. You it can is. go on to the Black and Tulum group in Facebook, and we have files and docs that my assistants put together from all of the reviews. So gotcha. people, like yes. let's say if you posted pictures from your trip and you want to post it in a group, uh-uh. Boo, I need you to write a review. Where did you go? What did you do? How much did you spend? Who did you deal with? And so my members write these beautiful reviews with numbers and, you know, and people. You got your own Yelp going on. Exactly. It's a black people Uh travel Yelp. Black people travel Yelp. That's it. That's it. Okay. Okay. What's the Facebook page? Black and Tulum. Black and Tulum. I've been on your Instagram. I didn't know. I don't think I'm on black. The Facebook. Let me just find it real quick. And this quick. is so. And this is mainly for like um, out of the country experiences that mm. other people have. So, so you ain't lost in so many words. Like exactly. Right. With, with myself, I would have loved to do that. And I went through other people's life to and be informed on the places to go. This ain't so good. You might not want to do this hotel because mm-hmm. that ain't all that's popping. This is a good spot. The money's here. Oh, okay, okay. I'm and at it. one point, I didn't want to. I'm sorry, not to interrupt. Oh. I didn't want to do group travel because I just felt like I was one in a bucket. Mm-hmm. I want you to have your own experience right. to come rock with us when you're ready. Hey, you get what okay, I'm saying? Incorporate okay. us. Right. So it was more like a, a, yes. a la carte experience. Mm-hmm. And is yes. your events mainly placed in... Okay, so I know you can go Black and Tulum. And is it mainly in Tulum? Where yes. Black and Tulum has been Tulum specific. Okay. However, we That's did... That's trip, babe. <laughs> we did have <laughs> New Year's... We had New Year's in Playa del Carmen. And I got the Hilton contract in, in Cancun. Okay. So I expanded down the Quintana little area you get what i'm saying yeah. but it's time for me to expand i'm it's ready to expand and that's Girl, where yes do yeah. you speak spanish absolutely not spanglish <laughs> hola <laughs> i thought you did because you said come us to my son i was like okay she about to Girl, speak i said hello how I are you i know that's you it. did that's I all you got but i thought there was more coming with it but it didn't extend it, did you did you yeah. hear me say anything else no, no. <laughs> boy, he was like mm. Okay. <laughs> as as you build out your next platform, I just want to throw it as a person who's about to be 40 with a newborn. Can we throw a little tab on her and talk about women traveling with children? Of or do course, you have but you, something planned for us? I don't. Okay. Look, my baby days are over. universe, though. So but what I can do is the connect. one. I can connect you with people who can. There we go. And there that's and that's my whole thing. Is my whole vibe is connection. You the trap. Mm-hmm. So when people come to my events, like, oh, I want VIP. If you don't buy your fucking ticket, get in here and make friends. Like I don't do all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I put everybody together. I've had football players, entertainers, mm-hmm. and they looking at me like, you don't know who I am. Am I supposed Most to? to? You just <laughs> yes. yes. And they're like, yo, I fucks with you, and I'm like, yeah, yeah I don't care what yeah. you know what you've done on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have I. So what? Get in here and make friends yeah. and talk to people. Go have fun. Wow. People be like, oh, well, there's no seats. Listen, he's single. He's single. Go sit on his lap. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, wow. either you coming, you going. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. people call me Mama Nubia at my events. Because <laughs> right. if I see a chick getting a little too intoxicated, I'd be like, drink this water. Drink. 
You, somebody got to help her. Help her. People help be trying to get on. Ta- get your ass off that table. Get down. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't come up here trying to fuck up my shop. Exactly. Just, I'm gonna get on the table exactly. one good time, girl. But... I'm gonna be like, get your ass down. Get this new boy. <laughs> <laughs> you better come get this baby <laughs> and enjoy yourself. And enjoy yourself. <laughs> but no, I've, yeah. I've, I've, last time I was down in uh, in Mexico. I uh, actually got to hang at one of her mixers, right, okay. at the spot. And it was incredible to see all these black people come together and just have fun. I mean, the music is great. Mm. Like, everything is so perfectly put together, uh-huh. you know, for a good time. And to see what you have done now from when I first met you and hung out with you in Thailand. Mm. I mean, did it's you? It's a long did, way. Yes. Struggle bus. <laughs> to flamey, flamey, young. Go ahead. Okay. But it, it's it's so awesome to see that, and I'm wow. curious. Like, did you always see this? I didn't because believe- we we had some talks I, about like listen, Parshel. If y'all don't know, this woman is the MVP. She has. <laughs> I could have been making millions if I listened to her four or five years ago. <laughs> but you know, I didn't believe in myself. I didn't have wow. the belief wow. that people would. I'm dead ass. I no, didn't you believe. you telling the truth because she be speaking that she uh, be helping you with always. the right questions she, to ask within yourself. Listen. <laughs> And then I was looking at her like, I can't afford you. Uh, go. Go over there. Yeah, go over go there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when you're surrounded, when you are authentically you, mm-hmm. the universe is going to bring the right people in your mm-hmm. circle. Mm-hmm. And it's going to happen when it's supposed to. Wow. Yeah. You know, That's so true. You it's, know, I, I wasn't that. ready for it then. Volumes. And I think you're like, for one thing, I was talking to somebody the other day about seeing black people in that field and doing it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It makes it a lot easier for you to see more of you doing it, you could you can vision it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, like I commend you stepping out, paving that path for more maybe young women who want to be able to do this in a different version as them. Now they have a vision to go off of. It's hard to create something with when you're paving that path and you don't see mm-hmm. your own kind doing it. Well, that was the thing when I first left. I, I Googled my ass off trying to research, you know, people of color mm-hmm. who lived abroad. And all I kept finding was these white young millennials, millennials. No, it is. traveling for five, ten dollars, you know, you. and I'm like, yeah, yes, and I'm like, but that's not my life. It isn't. It's not my life. They so they don't let you see it. It's like it's it's almost like it's meant to be that way. I was Googling. I was on a website trying to find family of black families working out. They didn't have one complete black family on there working out. They had a dad and a daughter. They had a dad who was black, a white lady, mm-hmm. and an Asian kid. A little razzle-dazzle. Yeah, but the kid was Asian. They had no mom, dad. So what does that kid. tell you, though? Mm. That, that you got to be the first. first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Create it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm and, and that's what people don't understand exactly. that entre- entrepreneurship is all about. It's not mm-hmm. about recreating the wheel. It's mm-hmm. about creating a lane where there's a necessity. Mm-hmm. Where there's mm-hmm. a need. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. that's how my podcast got created because when I was researching and I couldn't find people that look like me, I created, created it. it. Mm-hmm. I like so that. I started sharing it's those stories. believing in yourself, though. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I had, a, I had a co-host and, you know, she was more the person that got me right because I was kind of uh, <laughs> was flighty. Like, yeah, 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 it's time to record. Uh, can yeah. I eat first? <laughs> you know, <laughs> she kept me on. She kept me on track, but I didn't think anybody was listening. I just want. I like. I like to talk. Mm-hmm. So I was just sharing, sharing what I could, and and now we're heard in ninety five countries around the world. Wow. wow! I haven't done a single episode in two years, and we still get put on the top shout list. out to the good friends that be getting you connected Girl. i mean get, yes. and getting us working getting our gifts right working working the day gifts. Gifts and aligning us with those i woke up one morning and somebody was like 
bitch, you went traveling leisure. What? I Google, I cried like a baby. Ooh, wow. Traveling leisure has been around for 86 years mm. and everybody gets it. And my name is in traveling leisure. It was just leisure. finding the words. She gave you, she, she gave you the words. She aligned your title and what you already was doing your whole life and not even know it. Like mm. it, just, just within yourself. Mm-hmm. Just talking. Mm. Just talking. Just talking. Just sharing and my enjoy. story. And then there was so many me too's. Wow. There was so many I can relate. There was so yes. many I want to do this. And I was just like, whoa. Like if I if I literally would have did what Parshall told me to do back then, <laughs> I would be a millionaire by now. Because mm-hmm. at that time, the black travel movement wasn't as large as it is today. Mm-hmm. Now it's a little saturated, but at the same time, not everybody's authentic. And I think people mm-hmm. will see through that. You understand right. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I don't I don't feel like there's competition. I just feel like there's more people like me now, yeah. which is great. Which is, That's awesome. You know? Yes. But you really put a twist on it because you allow people to be aware or are like, wow, well, she's doing it. You know what I'm saying? That's like, ooh, now I want to do it. or I I can actually do this, you know, Mm -hmm. because we get stuck. Just like I said, in East Coast, it's like I like we were the same thing up and down East Coast. We went to every amusement park there was known to. We were just doing it. And to even get on a plane, I had never been on a plane until actually – my whole family had never been on a plane until we moved to Texas. Wow. And those that, that, Yeah, I had never. It was like 20, 22, 22 23. Mm-hmm. I had never been on it. And to even know that that was something. So, and let's long get out the country. You know, I always wanted to. But now it's like, yo, you're you're creating something that is amazing that so many people can now tap into so early. You know, they don't have to wait. And also be like, you know, you don't always have to, uh, you know, see, well, you know, it's only, you know, those mainly for the white people. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, that's because their parents are rich Mm. or something like that. Then that's why they got to do it, you know, or, you know, it's like. It's so many things that have been People fed be to us that kept us. Head, and, like, yes, that has been fed to us to like, keep us. Why people don't mean I could go? And it's <laughs> min- human and minimal. Sit like it, it's been fed to us, been taught to us, and then all we know is a nine to five. You know, we don't yeah. know nothing else. It's because of what we were taught and the way to act. And if you lose that, then you definitely ain't about to travel. But what I learned is, is it's not everybody's calling. Mm-hmm. Huh. At first, I used to be like, you, you, and you. Come on, pack your shit. Let's go. Everybody can't go. Everybody can't go. It's not meant for everybody. So the same way that one trip kind of ignited this fire inside of you, that's never going to stop. It's just going to burn and continue to burn for you, yes. right? It might not burn for the next person. So it's not up for you to look down on them and be like, whatever. It's just up for you to say, well, here's some pictures. Let me show you. Or do you want to right. hear about my story? And what I realize is, is it's just not everybody's It's not everybody's mm-hmm. calling. Somebody uh, got to stay at the hometown and sit on the porch. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're so right. Yeah. You're yeah. so right. They got to keep the local grocery store going. Exactly. I wish the best and I'm going to come visit. But For every CEO, on. we have to have workers. I can't. Uh-huh. And that's the thing. I can't have a business with a, a whole slew of CEOs, I need workers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always going to be a lane for everyone and right. their lane is just as valuable mm-hmm. as yours. Yes. So as much as I, I hear people like, oh, I can't. And I just say, you know what? Well, when you're ready, 
Right. Before I used to get right. angry. What you mean you can't? Right. That's what I don't me. say can't. That was me. Listen, especially my family, like my, because I'm like, I want to, I want to stay. I get, I get, I would get mad. Stop and getting frustrated, because like, guess what? You're exuding way too much energy on yeah. on somebody that you ain't gonna change. That ain't gonna Woo. change a bit. So can I get, can I get an amen? You right for that one. No, you right. You right. <laughs> don't waste your energy. On. They're very happy. Other they, are. they are. They are. Let them be. Right. Let them be. True. The same way you want them to let you, let you be. Right. I feel like do you feel like the way you put it online that that is why other people was able to like you know see it more because right now it was just a story you talked about it you you said you know f you f you f you and then after that you was like you know you went through your moment of like look I get myself together you know got your spiritual awareness and then after that I'm I'm trying to step it yeah. but. To where, like, it was just like, okay, I need to really make this work for me. Honestly, like, I, I keep, I always did everything on my own social media. So I told story, I tell these little stories on my Facebook called Newbie Chronicles, and I've been sharing my Newbie Chronicles ever since I leave, okay. ever since I left. People love these damn things because I just like, <laughs> I just Chronicles. share, I will share like just a random something that happened to me that week, that day, whatever. Okay. And people are like, girl, when you gonna write the damn book? And when and how I write is how I speak. Okay. So while you're reading it, you can envision me saying it, doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I've always shared stuff on social media. My life is a complete open book. I'm okay. totally transparent. I'll get on video and be crying about some shit one day and be like, I'm tired, y'all, da 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 And it's, I don't have a YouTube channel. I don't have any of that stuff. It, it was always my personal stuff. Gotcha. And the podcast is what opened me up to the world. Okay. Right? So the podcast is where it started. And with Black and Tulum, it was all organically word of mouth. I've never advertised a okay. day in my life. Wow. I only created wow. a website because I needed people to buy tickets. So it was like, you know what I mean? Everything has been, girl, I just left Tulum and we we met up with these black folks called Black and Tulum. You got to go. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And yep. every single time I'm at an event, somebody walks up to me and like, yo, my cousin was here last month and they told me to come see you. Oh, my God. Can I get a picture? I got to show them I'm here. And I'm like, wow. Right. right. I had... Mm -hmm. The crazy thing about it, and this is going to be, sound really crazy. So, <laughs> met my first time I felt like I was international, right? Have a business in Mexico. But the first time I felt like I was international <laughs> was when I had guests from the UK. Mm. And they was like, wow. we came all the way from the UK. We heard about y'all. And I said, wow. you heard about me in oh. the UK? <laughs> and now it's like I always make a point to ask my guests, where are you from? Mm. I have had people from Norway, Netherlands. Um, black folks? Uh, you know, Is black people in Norway? Girl, black folks from all over. Germany. I mean, Belgium. And they hearing you. They hear, they hear about you and, and they want to be a part of it. And it's amazing that is awesome. to me. Wow. So I make sure I get on the mic and be like, ah, y'all, we got people from Belgium. Get Belgium. A, yeah. You know, people love that just to be. I think the thing about it is we love to be seen and heard mm -hmm. and acknowledged. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it's not going to cost me anything to acknowledge you. Hey, sis, y'all see sis over there with them frames? Sis, what up? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I like to vibe. Yes. And it's so different from how when people throw events, you don't even know who the event promoter is. They barely say hello to you. They don't yeah. welcome you to the event. They don't, <laughs> you feel me? I make sure that I welcome almost every single person that walks through that door. Uh, mm. Okay. 
It's exhausting at times. I'm on a I'm on a sabbatical right now, y'all. My my dad passed away a couple of years ago. Yeah, years, months ago. No, weeks ago. What time is it? Girl. What month are we in? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost It was. It was November eighth. Um, oh, yeah. Literally a couple of weeks ago. It, yeah. It was. Yeah. I've been gone, so I just been kind of floating around. Yeah. I didn't know that's what brought you here. That was one of the questions I had because you're. You said you were doing a little tour. Yeah, I had to get the hell out of North Carolina. Because mm-hmm. that's where he mm-hmm. um, passed. And his house is across the way from cotton fields. Mm-hmm. And every time I see these cotton fields, I get PTSD. All I think about is black people picking cotton. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was upset. And my friend who lives here was like, why don't you just come to L.A. and spend you know, Thanksgiving here? And I was like, packed my shit and I left. And Free. Yes. That's freedom. <laughs> that's living. That's well, understand you got to remember, living. I got a whole ass business to take care of, that's right? What I had yes. questions about like who's mm-hmm. running your business Nobody. now that you're here. I put it on halt. Mm-hmm. But I what was a, what a great position to be in. Yes. <laughs> yes. We still hey, yes. you know, and yeah, because to you put choose, on that self care, you, you, chose you chose you first. I had to, and mm-hmm. I literally I apologized to my members because I had a whole line of events yes, coming in okay. and people coming and I was just like listen yeah like I had to do this and um I had a extreme outpour of you know respect and love and concern and then it was one person who the fuck cancels events because of a death I gave oh. listen who don't I gave Girl. this I gave this broad my phone number and mm. said call me oh wow yes. you got the digits I sure she got the digits you and then she got blocked <laughs> but I had to let her know don't come for me hey. she was like well hey. you need a team I said listen sis hey. you right I do need a team you are absolutely right hey. but right now where I am today I don't have one and I needed to do what I needed exactly. to do for me yeah. like, but Ew. how dare you Woo. yes that's yes. some type Let's of correct entitlement that. though mm. that's right wow correct that how dare you? How dare you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, so my my business has been on hiatus for the last, you know, six Three, weeks. Three, four weeks, yeah. No, I put that shit on hiatus through the rest of the year. Okay. Okay. Shout out to you, though. Yes, I have to. That's freedom. Yeah. Right. That's freedom where we all trying to get. I have yeah. to. Yes. Because yes. I realized that people were necessarily just kind of, we're coming. What should we do and where should we go? We need you to. And I'm like, honey, I'm not, mm. I'm, I'm not. Mm. That, that. Mm. <laughs> no, like I'm a human, I'm a person, ex- exactly, and I have my own stuff to deal with. Like I'm yeah. still trying to process wow. everything. I'm the only child, you know. There's just there's a whole bunch Girl. of shit that goes with that, and yeah. that's a whole nother situation that I will be talking about. You know, within my group, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. about my life because I don't. Again, I don't think people understand that the you're fact a human first. That this was. A gift that the universe gave me, and I'm doing the best that I can with it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And it grew so quickly, so fast that I could barely blink or uh-huh. catch my breath. Mm-hmm. You know, like I didn't incorporate the business until three months, four months in because it wasn't technically a business, it was just a Facebook group. Yes, you get what I'm saying? But the moment I'm starting to collect, tickets I had to make a business then you had to get this and you got to do that you got to trademark you see what I'm saying there was all these other things that you don't think about when you have a business right mm-hmm. a legit business and a legit a legit business yeah, and not yeah. just that I had to 
register my business in Mexico. I had to get my residency. Yeah. I had to, you understand what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm international and it's just, I, I had to take care of so much at the same time yeah. mm-hmm. trying to host, trying to curate, trying to, you get what I'm saying? Collaborate, mm-hmm. trying to network, trying to. Ooh, Nubia, Nubia is one of the hardest working people I know. That's a lot of roles. Yeah, it's a lot, lot of roles. Hats. It's a it lot is. of hats. It is. Yeah. And there's a lot of nights when but I'm But it's crying. also evolving because you you doing this girl like like wow and the fact that you knew it was just time for you to be able to create that peace for yourself i had no choice exactly i like, had absolutely no that choice that is that is something mm-hmm. very empowering that most 90% of black women don't know how to do. Yeah, it was the hardest decision I had to make, you know. And the reason why it was so difficult is not because he was my father, but my father was an absentee father. Mm. He mm. wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel like I had obligations mm-hmm. to him, but I felt like if I'm not there, who else is going to be there? Because I'm yeah. the only child. Right. Mm. Wow. He doesn't deserve me to abandon him just wow. because wow. he couldn't be a fucking good dad. Wow. wow. Mm. So I have a lot of shit around adults. that. Yes. That was the that, that was very grown up of you exactly I, to exactly. stop my whole ass business right right yeah. for, for a person, a person that didn't that him. never showed up for me and I showed up thing is showing up for him girl that's girl you know what that's that's mm. we gonna wrap it up yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because that was, I can go ooh. down that like, that's like girl hot a that's mm-hmm. that's heavy. Wow. If I had a button, I would. I know. I don't, right know, what now. Yeah, we I don't know. even know what button that is. <laughs> but, uh, and, that that, is and that's the story heavy. that a lot of people don't know. Nah. So I plan on sharing that story because I'm tired of trying to. I'm tired of people mm. trying to beat me down. Like, why aren't you here? Yeah, when you coming back? Know. Leave me the fuck yeah. alone. I yeah. need to go how, do something how, else. <laughs> how can we hear more of you? Yes. You talk about your podcast. Drop it. Drop it. What's the website again? Drop that Facebook. Everything. Drop that Instagram. Give us that. Um, the new name, the one that's yeah, the luxury, on, on, on. Right. the one me and my newborn. Hey. Hey. I want to know. And just real and realize that like we are like we are definitely a community, and I just feel like you know, yo, how can we also be a part of it? So yeah. while you you're giving us that information, how yeah. can we be a part of it? Help I would you love out. free room and board in yes. my newborn. Please, <laughs> the baby okay. got a room. You heard that? Shoot, uh, uh, the baby got a room. The baby got a room. I'm bringing the baby with a babysitter. I plan on that. So the babysitter on the Right. I love that it. That person that you got to tell to get down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get your ass down. Come exactly. get this baby. Exactly. Life, life is short. Yes. It's too short. Yes. It's absolutely too short. Yes. But yes, you can. the info. I'm going to just give the blackintulum.com. So it's okay. B-L-A-C-K-I-N Tulum, T-U-L-U-M.com. Mm-hmm. If you go to blackintulum.com, you're able to find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, mm. okay. um, Pinterest, mm. um, YouTube. Like you know, we on we're, TikTok. Yeah, girl, hey, we on okay. TikTok. Now. TikTok. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't do enough TikTok videos, but if you know, I'm I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I I will say that that is the platform where you can actually find us the best. Okay. And will your can, podcast be there too? So my podcast is Chronicles Abroad. Okay. So and okay. we are found on Spotify, iTunes, okay. all of those. Again, I have not done a live episode in about a year or so, mm-hmm. but we have over a hundred and. I don't know how many episodes we got. We did five Ooh, seasons. That's enough Dang, uh, for us to at least catch up. Yeah, you start doing, doing it again. Doing yes, it. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> there are more, okay. more than enough exactly. episodes, and you know it's a, it's such a beautiful podcast. Wow. So Chronicles Abroad, and we can also be found at chroniclesabroad.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, then the Black Sit Tribe is our um, other Facebook group, and that is Black Sit Tribe Black Americans. Um, 
moving I've seen abroad. That one. Yes, that's a big one. And um, Novice to Nomad will be rolling back out probably for Q2 of 2022. Okay. I just need to kind of reframe some things. You know, Parshall and I can have a, I can afford her now. <laughs> so, <laughs> the most humble person is Parshall. <laughs> I know, like. <laughs> afford little me? Yes, ma'am. She's dope. She's dope. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's what I got right now. And of course, there's more down the pike, but, you know, we ain't Let got enough know. time. You're going to have to have me back. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. We coming to Tulum. Tulum. Oh, no. We're bringing the show to Tulum. Tulum. Yes. Coming. Okay. With the palm trees swaying in the back. Hey. Hey. All I gotta do is drop this baby and get the baby to pass. Girl, <laughs> you better pop that nipple in that baby's mouth Look. and get your podcast. Hey. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> We're gonna see you For next sure. time. I love yes. that plan. I like that. Yeah. I loved Tulum when I was there. And um I feel like I need to go back and have a black experience. Yeah. Because it wasn't no black folks when I was going. <laughs> I went before the pandemic. It wasn't like the cool spot. Yeah. I just had heard it through white travelers about Tulum, mm. and I wanted to go to mm. Cenotes. Yes, and, and there's over I seven thousand Cenotes. So I had, had a, a lot to choose from. Jumping in holes in the ground. I'm all. You know, I, <laughs> little adventurous if yeah. i die i die that's mm-hmm. how i feel as long as you did what I you had a do. good time i'm I, that person yeah. asked what's at the end of it <laughs> yeah. let's go see i'm like let's go see <laughs> we, we thank you for coming yeah. uh, i thank y'all for having me i hope that so they good. got from you that you just kept living mm-hmm. yes. that's what we hear yeah just keep living just keep just living look how you just kept swimming after you told them people fuck you yep. and, and uh, you, you and you, you. and you, and your, your bald headed <laughs> granny too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and look so, at me now. True, this we don't put that on a podcast. This is our celebration song. Oh. Hey. I'll be wanting to twerk on it. <laughs> Dance on the table. I love it. I love it. Yeah, we played that song on the rooftop of Playa del Carmen for New Year's, and the whole Whole place place went crazy. (laughs) So if y'all don't know, and I'm just going to end it with this one. If y'all don't know, we do the biggest swag surf on the beaches of Tulum. Oh, Oh, got to be there. Every single Sunday. Oh, dang. Literally, the artist, is it We Are Fly? Mm Mm-hmm. They reached out and was like, yo, we need to come rock with y'all. Because yeah. we tear that shit up. Like hundreds Being of black, black people. Lit. It's a little Dang. dangerous, but it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> I love black folks. I'll be like, what's up? Yes. You know? I yeah, love man. it. Yeah. So, Thank so you good. for coming. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you so guys. much. We appreciate you. So. I just was reminded how I'm not First. working in my purpose. <laughs> Oh, you are. You are, girl. No. Mm-mm. No? It's temporary. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hope she don't listen to this episode. <laughs> I've been warning them, like, y'all girl. ain't gonna have me forever. Hey, slowly. Mm-hmm. Slowly get into I'm trying her to get to that freedom. That's, that's, free- that's that freedom. I, I'm just not gonna show up today. That's the The freedom. thing about it is just listen to your cut. You know, this one be telling me, she didn't tell me for years what I need to be doing, and I'd be like, ah. Little me. Oh, Parshall again? Yeah. Can, we, can we keep saying her she name? She need She need She need a wife. What hosting parties? Yep. You can make money. You just be talking. Yeah, Girl, they can pay you to talk. Like how you got started. Yep. And I need a team. Uh oh, I hear a recruit. Just in case you listening, <laughs> my boss be listening to some of these. Okay. Uh, this is the yeah. We are gonna catch y'all on the next episode. Turn it off. Mic down. Mic drop. Damn. <laughs>